and welcome to the Small Business MBA. My name is Yasmeen Ali. Today we're talking about the topic that many of us claim to love but secretly hate, and that's feedback. At RaceGroup, we love the quote by Ken Blanchard that feedback is the breakfast of champions. But what does that mean? In a nutshell, what it means is that, like a good breakfast, good feedback will help you grow big and strong and ensure that you're ready to take on the next challenge. But what is feedback? Feedback is a form of communication. Feedback is information about performance or behavior that ideally leads to action to affirm or develop that performance or behavior. It's a way to let people know how effective they are at what they're trying to accomplish, or to let people know how their performance or behavior affects you. A lot of the time we have negative connotations to the word feedback because often it's synonymous with criticism. But the fact is that it is simply information. It is in our interpretation that it becomes either positive or negative. That brings up the important realization that positive commentary is also feedback. When someone tells us that they love what we've done for them or that our product has made a massive impact in their lives, this is termed positive feedback. This is just as important as the negative feedback that we often focus on because it tells us what we're doing right and that we're on the right track about the strides that we've made. Remember that our business must be centered around our clients and when our clients are telling us that what we have done is good, we know what we need to keep doing. Feedback is important because it provides a way for us to learn how we affect the world around us, thereby helping us to become more effective. If we know how other people see us, we can overcome problems in how we communicate and interact with them. In other words, it helps us to get more realistic perspective of ourselves. And in the case of our businesses, it helps us to get a more realistic perspective of our business, service and our products. At the end of the day, we're typically very close to our businesses, which mirror us as individuals, and therefore often do not see the business as it is, but rather we see it as we are. We need an outside perspective to give us a more realistic picture. This means that we know what to work on. And again, we want to work on both the positive and the negative aspects of our business. We work, want to work on the positives in order to build the strengths of the business and ensure that we keep our customers happy with what they expect from us. Of course, we also want to look at the negative feedback in order to build on our businesses in order to get better. But this is personal development and again, it has to be noted that what we do in the business will mirror what we do in our lives. So the way that we look for or avoid feedback in our personal lives will also be the way that we deal with feedback in our businesses. Being open to receiving feedback shows a level of self-development and confidence that most people do not put the work into achieving. And as a result, every piece of feedback is seen as criticism. And then there is defensiveness. With defensiveness, comes communication lines being closed, and often the discussion degenerates into an argument. But as entrepreneurs and therefore leaders in our own businesses, we also need to give feedback. And this feedback is often difficult for us to do when it's negative. Think about a difficult client or a difficult employee that you need to deal with. Why is it that you see them as difficult? Chances are that you avoid them because communication between the two of you does not work that well. As a result, they never receive feedback. These difficult conversations are key to your business because at the end of the day, it's feedback that can be used to build that person as well as yourself and the business. 
It's also imperative in teamwork that people constantly evolve to being better. And how do we know how to get better without feedback? So how do we give feedback? The most widely used methodology for when we're learning to do so is called the DESK approach. In the DESK approach, you identify the real issue in the conflict and describe, that's the D, the problem. Remember that we all come from our own viewpoints and when looking at an issue, what you see as a problem may be perfectly acceptable for someone else. Next, you need you're clear about the emotional impact that behavior and express why this is a problem for you and for the business. Then you suggest what exactly you would like to happen. This must be an invitation where often we negotiate the outcome. Finally, you check that the other person has heard you and allow them to respond or clarify their understanding. After the break, I talked to a personal development specialist who has helped many entrepreneurs navigate the murky waters of feedback. Welcome back. I'm now joined by a corner from Intertech who is going to tell us about her personal journey with feedback. Akona, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Okay, so you joined Rose Corp a little over a year ago for some very specific reasons. Yes. What were those? So, because Intertech is a technology firm, you tend to be your entrepreneur and you tend to be a technician mm. and in that process there's certain skills that you may be lacking and in my case it was the sales aspect of it and I just needed a bit more feedback in terms of how to go about doing the sales how to do cold calls and those were the reasons why I joined race call okay so so you came to learn about sales and and then when you got to the sales portion <laughs> what <Yeah>. happened <laughs> So it's been a journey, uh, an incredible journey at that. Uh, like I said, because we had, I had joined Raise Corp for for the sales aspect of, of of the program. I found that I was wanting this feedback, and that's why I joined. However, when it came to actually getting the feedback, it became a bit difficult to to navigate that space because I was now starting to realize what that feedback also entailed. It entailed action from me, and that action was quite difficult because I'd always told myself that I'm not a salesperson. So you've always told yourself that, it, that you're not a salesperson, so that's been the internal feedback that you've been giving yourself. Correct. And where did that feedback come from? I think it was various experiences growing up, going through varsity, and also the connotations that came with being a salesperson. And I wanted to distance myself from that, especially the telemarketer um, <laughs> type of salesperson. <laughs> Because I was annoyed with telemarketers, I definitely did not want to be branded as someone who did telemarketing. So you didn't want to be the, the, the sleazy salesperson? Exactly. The, the making a sale at, 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 no co at, at, at any cost? At any cost. So you and forcing your idea on a, a, a potential customer. 
What did that mean in terms of feedback towards your business? Because I mean, if you were if 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 you were thinking that you're not a great salesperson, um, surely you were getting feedback in terms of your business and 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 your products and the feedback that comes with that. Not necessarily, not on the sales side. So from the sales side, we had grown organically. We had not done any hardcore sales for about nine years, and we were growing quite quite well. But it got to a stage where we realized that we needed to start doing sales and that was when it became a bit of a problem to now navigate this new space and force yourself into a place that is quite uncomfortable mm. and you've tried to avoid for so long. I specifically went into this industry so that I don't have to sell <laughs> and now I have to sell. So yeah, that was challenging. So that must have been an, an ugly reality check for you? Horrible <laughs> reality check at that. So yes, uh, however, in that process of getting the feedback, I then realized that I was actually a fantastic salesperson. <laughs> and that's the aspect of the job that I now really do enjoy. <laughs> it's interesting how when your mindset changes, your reality changes. Of course. And I, I think that is so crucial. The, the idea of knowing that you have the ability to rewire the way that you think and that rewiring mm. leads to different results is, is absolutely incredible. So talk to me about, um, you know, the fact that as an entrepreneur, you know, your business is your baby, of right? It's, 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 it's that thing that you've been with and you've of nurtured course. and, you've, and you've, you've done your homework and, you know, you've, you've taken every bit of info and you go and you do the sales call and then the client says no. Yeah, the no. That is difficult because again, especially when a client doesn't qualify the no, they mm. just say no. Now it becomes an internal feedback as to why did the client say no? Was it my approach that was wrong? Was it the product that mm. I was selling that was wrong? Or was it just that the client was not ready for my solution at that particular time. So it, it does become a bit of a problem if your mindset is still at a place where you have to nurture your ego as well, mm. because I think the ego really becomes a barrier mm -hmm. to you overcoming those obstacles and pushing on and realizing that the clients just did not need the solution at that particular point in time. They're not saying no to me. They're saying no to the solution at this point in time. That's such an interesting thing for entrepreneurs to understand. Sometimes it's not the it's not you. It's yeah. not personal. Yes. How do you make sure that you that you don't take it personally? I would say because you you are growing your company and this is your baby, like you said earlier on, it really becomes difficult to detach mm. from that negative feedback. So for me, the journey has been realizing that the customer, just as I'm a consumer in other aspects as well, the customer is just not ready for that mm. particular message. And it has nothing to do with me. It has, I, I know I've got a fantastic personality. I know that the products that I'm offering is great. I know our service is next to um, the very best in the world. So it, it really has to then boil down to the customer is not ready for it at that time. I want to talk about you being a woman in what is still a very male-dominated industry. Yes. And um, 
I read somewhere the other day that the reason that there aren't um, as many women in technology is because women respond too emotionally mm -hmm. to the technology not being ready for their customers mm -hmm. yet. What would you say to, 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 let's be nice and call them the misogynists out there? Misogynists. <laughs> I think it's actually an advantage being a female in this industry because we do bring that nurturing side and we do bring the, the understanding of the whole as opposed to compartmentalizing everything which men are known to do. So we look at the bigger picture, we look at how is it that we can holistically um, change this company and make sure that the automation of all your processes are, are, are seamless really, mm. whereas men would then because they compartmentalize, they would be looking at how do I make this section mm. work and not the whole. So I, I would say to the misogynist that they, they should really Watch out. <laughs> Watch out for, for more females in this industry because having been given the opportunity to be in that industry, I, I know how fulfilling it is. I know how much growth there is in it. And I, I would really love to see more females in this space. Have you ever reacted negatively to feedback? Of course. <laughs> I think we all have. Again, because at times you tend to think that feedback is negative. <laughs> there will be negative feedback, yes. there'll be positive feedback. But most of the time people internalize the feedback and not only internalize it, they, they see it as a, not a compliment, not, but, but someone who's complaining or thinking mm -hmm. that there's something wrong with what you are doing. So I think the moment that you, you, you have to give feedback and it comes from a place of love and not a place of fear, then it becomes incredible because once feedback comes from a place of love, the intention behind mm. it will always be great, meaning the person that mm. I'm giving the feedback to and, and the person who's receiving the mm. feedback will receive it in the way in, that it was intended. How do you use positive feedback to build your business? Because I mean, you know, being told you're great, yes. you know, uh, that sort of is the end, you yes. know, but um, how do you use the positive stuff to build your business as well? I would say you would use the positive aspects of, of it to build your business in that you now know that there's a benchmark mm -hmm. and it sets the benchmark because you've been told that you're great. Then you want to be better than what you were yesterday and therefore you'll put processes and procedures mm -hmm. in place to ensure that you maintain that. So I think that's the one aspect where positive feedback would, would be um, beneficial to a company. Mm -hmm. The other aspect would be um, knowing that you are great allows you to to build on um, from from your previous successes and and that's how we have really used mm -hmm. positive feedback but also when it comes to the marketing aspect of the business mm -hmm. that is fantastic mm -hmm. because then that is what you punt to to your customers to say this is what our customers are saying about us this is what our partners are saying about us and that is fantastic it, it generates more revenue for your business also, I imagine that um, you know getting details on what's great would be would be a nice thing to 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 have because then you know exactly what you need to build on. Exactly, it, it also just provides you the opportunity to also innovate within that space. Mm. So now you know that you are great at this, and this is what the customer is looking for. Then you build onto that product stack 
and you extend your product line as well based on the feedback that you've received. How do you, how do you use um, feedback in terms of the internal aspects of your business so um, with your employees or you know in terms of your direct product development? So with our employees, we've, we've always wanted to, to receive feedback. And it's not always easy to receive mm. feedback from your employees because they are closer to you than what mm. your clients would be. Um, I would say that it, it's quite important. We do it on a weekly basis because okay. I believe a lot of companies leave it to the end year mm. review. And I think that is so dangerous because there's so many things that have happened within the year and now you're saying no I'm only going to listen to what you've got to say at the end mm. of the year and it's very detrimental to the company employees come with a wealth of knowledge mm. and you've employed them into your company because you value the skill set and the attitude that they have and it, it would be absolutely um, ridiculous not to bring them into the fold and find out from them because again they are the ones who are at the forefront of the business so they are getting that feedback daily which is why we prefer to to get feedback on a weekly basis. Hakuna we could probably talk about this forever yeah. but unfortunately we've run out of time thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me it's been great. After the break, we look at some practical ways that you can put feedback into your business and use it to grow. Join me for that. Welcome back. This week we're talking feedback and the importance of feedback. Your task this week is a tough one and one that not many people will be looking forward to. And that is to have a difficult conversation with someone that you've been avoiding. Make sure that you prepare for giving this feedback and that you stick to the issues. It's easy to get caught in the emotions, but we must practice to stay on point. Another task I want to give you is I want to challenge you to ask someone to supply you with feedback as well. If you like, you can provide them with a structure to do so. Try to listen openly without interrupting and give them a chance to contribute freely. This will create an air of openness in the company and contribute greatly to your culture of learning and communication. Try to keep track of these interactions as well as the action items and tasks that come from them. And before you know it, you'll have a business steamrolling forward on progress built on feedback. That's it from me. Until the next episode, goodbye. <laughs>